everybody, and I'm David Silvani. This is Take Two Radio Presents Have You Heard, and I'm your host. And joining me today, uh, just at the wire, is Belinda Gates Turner. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Thank David. you for joining you ever, us. You're welcome. Just, you ever have that sphincter tightening sensation when you have to be on the phone, and then your phone decides, nah, I don't want to make calls right now. So. <laughs> Yes, I have. I am here. Yay. I'm having a coronary. I'm here. here. You're here, and together we're going to make our apologies that Michael Thomas um, is unable to join us again. Um, He's still having technical difficulties, but he's going to try and join us in our next show. Yay. Which will be August 30th. Yep, that'll be exciting. That ought to be exciting. We should have lots of dirt to discuss with him then, and I'm looking forward to him joining us. Yes, very much. Very much. And I'm going to ask a very serious question. How much dirt do you have today? How much dirt do I have? Uh, let's see. Not not quite as big as like the mountain of dirt from Close Encounters, but you know, we've got a modicum of dirt. I'm excited. We have good stuff. We have we've learned a lot in the past couple of weeks, haven't we? We have. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Um, yeah. So I'll let you start it wherever you want to begin. Uh, let's start with General Hospital. Um, when we, we saw uh, Raymond Berlin, we finally got to meet Hayden's dad, and they got a really great actor, but it seems such a shame since he's, you know, in and out the door. I mean, I, I don't think it's more than that one appearance because she's leaving. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, the actor is Robert Curtis Brown. He recently appeared in The Handmaid's Tale. He's a, a great actor. He did some some scenes on Y&R. He's been on All My Children. He had a recurring role on Search for Tomorrow way back in the day. Oh, uh, I remember. That name is familiar, because yeah, I used to watch that. But I think it was... Yeah, he was on before I was watching that. So, yeah, he's a nice-looking yeah. older gentleman. And what what was interesting was Rebecca Buttig said that, from her understanding of things, they did try to get to. I don't know if they were trying to bring back the old actors for for Jeff Weber and Steve Weber because there there was a lot of talk about it, and so there was some action there. But it didn't work out, and then of course they wrote her out. So it's just kind of tough for her to get, you know, yeah. this pivotal family member on her way out the door. Yeah. So and she's so definitely me, gone, gone, gone. She is gone now, even though yeah. she has fled. She has fled the GH nest for yeah. the meantime. For the but meantime, we still, do we have a last uh, yeah. air? Um, I have got spoilers for her. I'm looking. I know she'll be through the end of this week, and 
I'm pretty sure, based on the spoilers I have, I think next week is her last week. So, uh, because she quit shooting when they ended for their three-week summer break, that was her last day. And that was, you know, pretty early July, early to mid-July. So we're looking at, you know, mid-August. So, yeah, I'd say next week. Next she's week. Gone, gone, gone. Yeah. And then the other, one of the other pieces of GH news is also Hayden adjacent is the guy who's playing her smarmy ex-husband, Jared. Yes. He's really good. His name is Matt Corboy. I'm assuming is how you pronounce the last name. It's C-O-R-B-O-Y. Um, he's great. I just I hate him, which means he's doing a good job. <laughs> Maybe they should keep him. <laughs> well, if they keep him, keep her. I'm for keeping all of it because it sounds like he wants to show up at her wedding. Um, so yeah, they got these great, you know, Hayden storylines going, and she's leaving. They finally, it's like all the writing ramped up for this character on her way out the door, and it's just a real shame. Um, and but Matt Corboy is going to be around until her last day, and will play a pivotal role in her exit. Yeah, he he is he is a bit on the smarmy side. He really is. They did a great job casting it, and I thought they did a really good job casting her dad Raymond. I believed that he was you know sketchy and all that, and but I also like they had some really you know good scenes with him acknowledging the fact that he didn't care that she wasn't his biological daughter. I liked all that. I thought it played nicely. And then two other exits. Uh, Nicholas Bechtel is gone. Yes. He, uh, he's out the door as of the end of last week. And Jeannie Francis is gone right now. She's on vacation. She'll be back, but she's taken a few weeks off. And it sounds like that, uh, that her uh, that Laura's on-screen boyfriend Kevin Jollenstrom is also going to take a break. So, Makes which sense. kind of aligns? Yeah, well, it also aligns because Emma Ryland is on a break, so she's on, you know, kind of wrapping up her maternity thing. So I'm sure the Spencers will all wander back to town, except for Nick Bastel, you know, about the same time. The big news for me. Uh, at GH this week is that Roger Howarth is back. Uh, it seems like from the spoilers I have, maybe late next week, but definitely the week after, because Roger Howarth has scenes with Mara West the week of August 22nd. So, but they mm. usually, you know, drop people in on Fridays for a cliffhanger moment. They so usually I'm not do. Sure. Yeah, so he may pop his head in next week, but uh, the week after he's back, which means we have frizz scenes, which is yay, and he can comfort her while she's mourning her sister running off, you know. Yeah, I know. It, it's sad. It is sad. It's so. sad. And uh, Fanola Hughes is back. That he's was back. fast. Yeah, she, well, she, I don't know if she's, yeah, I know she always takes a oh. summer break. Last 
summer she extended it because she was making that movie with Ian Buchanan. But she's on set, and Brooklyn Ray Silzer is on set. And they are filming scenes together. Hmm. So that was that was as of the 4th. So it looks like around Labor Day we should have uh we should have Granny Anna scenes. <laughs> yep, Granny Anna scenes. Now I can Granny- hardly believe it. I've been watching them. Well, I know she's been on a long time. I mean um so oh, Yeah. Well, I mean, she had a... And it's hard to decade, believe, you know. Yeah. yeah. She had that decade gap back when... Uh, oh, was it Wendy Reach? Who fired her? One of them just came in. I'm trying to think. I can't remember who it was. Came in and was like, mm, nope, Finola's fired. And that's how she wound huh. up on a, on All My Children. I think it was Wendy Reach. I can't remember. It's not floating the Wendy, top of my head, but... I'm sorry? Wendy, you think... Uh, Wendy Rich. That's, I think that's when yeah. I was starting to watch it. Yeah, because she, she was gone from like, gosh, end of the two thousands. Because she started on All My Children like the early two thousands, I think, and then okay. was back over. Yeah. So, it's crazy, but I'm really excited about Roger Howard being back because I'm a huge Franco fan. Um, I'm, I don't know how much you really can't ignore it, but social media, soap, social media is still in this raging thing about Steve Burton's return, you know, and Frank Valentini just did an interview and do you, did you see that? Did you see what he said to TV line? He said that, um, they're not going to overlook that he does look like him. Right, and but, and that's and that that echoes what Gene Passanante said. But then he also said, "No one has guessed, has guessed the plot." No one has guessed. No one has guessed. Yeah, yeah. That's what he said. That to me, that takes at least in the short term, that takes the twin twist off the table. Um, Hmm. it takes a lot of things off the table because that's what everybody has been guessing. I mean, and people have even been guessing and saying things like, oh, who the back is AJ? Okay, because I don't know why. But so, you know, he might come back as a doctor. He might come back as a police officer. He might, la, 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 la. People have guessed that he might come back solely as Sam's hallucination. And according, and I'm assuming Frank, Frank Valentini says he sees all this, and no one has gotten it. So How about that? He's going to dumbfound everybody. Well, I, I'm still holding out for this. I say they're going to Soros, Danny, and it's going to be Steve Burton. <laughs> Steve Burton is going to come oh, back. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> is that what you say? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm absolutely joking. But, hey, that is something that no one has guessed. So he has Dan- grown That's up no Danny. One has guessed he's he's oh, grown up Danny. Uh- grown-up Danny, back from the future, and he came back to Port Charles in a Cassidyne time machine to save his parents. I don't know. I don't, you know, with General Hospital, I don't put anything past this. 
I mean, I've, I think I've seen it all on daytime and nighttime soaps. So, you know, I wouldn't doubt it if that happened. Especially not with your hospital. If it's in a dream state. Because they did that on days. Yeah. They did that on days um, with Hope, but um, with Didn't her. Is it days that also had the person possessed by Satan? That was Marlena, yeah. Way, but that that's in the OJ. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, it's like I, I jokingly said on Twitter when all this came up, I said, Obviously, what happened is Helena did a brain transplant, and it's her brain in Stone Cold's body. Mm-hmm. I was obviously being sarcastic, and someone commented, someone commented back, brain transplants are not medically possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent them the link to dictionary.com and advised them to look up sarcasm. And then the same person commented <laughs> I did, and the same person commented back, and they said, if any writer suggested that, they should be fired. And it's like, and I finally, I just had to say, are you really that dumb? And it was just like, no, unfollow, block, done, I can't. You know, (laughs) if you can't process, you know, because it was obviously ridiculous. And yet, it is General Hospital, so we can't forget that like I don't want to suggest it because it'll show up on some website, you know. Helena is brain transplant, and it'll, it'll be this whole thing. Well, Gloria but, uh, Monty brought it on in the seventies that Mikos Casadine was freezing the world. Exactly. So, I mean, do you remember that, Casey the Alien? I remember hearing about Casey, it. I know um, Robin Casey, and Anna. Alien, Robin and. And and then for whatever reason there were, Casey the alien had a human doppelganger that Anna slept with. So, you know, Robin could you know, I don't even Griffin could be her baby with the alien. Um <laughs> but yeah, if anyone's gonna go and do something really insane, it's General Hospital that my my takeaway from Frank Valentini's interview was absolute fear. And I know that sounds like so dramatic, but it is a soap opera. Just that yeah. I think in trying to outsmart the fans and be clever and try to pull something off, it's like, why wouldn't you just hide the fact that he came back like they did on Bald with Kimberlyn Brown? That would have been a yeah. two. It would have been like, bam, and Steve Burton walks on the scene and everybody's TVs blow up. That would have been amazing. But now we've, you know, we're all going to have, we've had months, a couple of months, to sit here and just bite our nails. And by the fact of him saying no one's guessed it, when everyone has guessed everything, that means to me they're going out of their way to be stupid. And I say that with the greatest respect. <laughs> but it, it, it's got that feeling, you know, when everybody figured out that Luke was supposed to be Faison or whoever, and then they changed yeah. it around to Luke. They gave him the DID, and it was like, that's the kind of stress that this is giving me because I feel like they're trying to outthink themselves to get, you know, to fool fans. And for fans that have been watching soaps this long, you've seen everything. 
it's very hard to get one over. So just write a good story and don't try write to play games. Yeah, and I think they're probably maybe spending a little more time playing the games and on the storyline. I am hoping passionately for the best and, like, bracing for, like, just a crap storm to break out when it finally comes. (sighs) So I I would love that if they had Kimberlyn Browned it, if they had kept it quiet and just brought him in there and, bam, dropped Stone Cold on us, amazing. But it's too late. Well, I guess Steve knows, and... He might. I guess he's happy with it. Well, I don't otherwise even, he wouldn't have come back, right? Yeah. Well, or they just back the money truck up, and he's like, "I don't care. I'll I'll, I'll be Helena's brain transplant. Who cares?" <laughs> there is that. It, it it is a job. I mean, I think it, yeah. there's some point where there's a certain amount of money that you're like, "Whatever. I'll wear a dress. I don't care." You know, because <laughs> I don't think he's on. He's on set shooting yet because at the fan club weekend, the big thing event this weekend, Kelly Monaco was saying, you know, and of course they could have told her to fib, but I think we'll probably know when he's on set and all of his social media stuff has still been in Nashville. You know, I think he's hanging mm-hmm. around until his kids go back to school, school starting soon. And uh, she said they have no idea what they're doing with this or where it's going. She mentioned so not that, that at the... Uh... Club function? Yeah. Yeah. So, and if she knew, she couldn't tell us anyway, but still. So, anyway, that's that's my thing. Let's move on to bold, if you don't mind. Oh, we got one more, though. Oh, okay. What did you got? Something at GH that was new that came up and while we were waiting. Okay. Shelly's got a partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. They they promoted a uh, Chris. Is it Chris Van Etten? Chris Is that Van his name? Etten. Yeah. Yeah, he's been there a while. He's a younger guy. Yeah. I, you know, if Jean was the crazy one, <laughs> and she's gone, this could be really good. You know. Could be. I'm good. very open. To it. it could be good. I mean, male. I'm always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm always hoping for the best with all this. Yeah, I saw that and I was very excited about it. And then, of course, well, actually, let's let's skip right on over to Young and the Restless with their crazy writer news. Oh yeah, all right. Were that you was sho- I was up. shocked. I was just. I kind of was like, uh, okay, because. The original Highlight Hollywood story was that, you know, Sally was pushing Kay out, and then it comes out, no, that couldn't happen because Sally and Kay are both gone. And this, the the tidbit about wanting to replace Kay with her son, there was a uh, grain a of, of... Well, there was a grain of little truth in there because her son Chris, um, Sally's son Chris, had been doing a, a little bit of part-time writing work for the show. But my understanding is he's it's gone Adam. with that. It's, it's, it wasn't Chris. His name's Adam. Oh, Adam. I, I'm Adam Marina. Yeah. Adam Marina. Yeah, I'm still uh, over on Chris at GH. Yep. Yeah, so he, he actually was there, but was just doing, you know, some very 
light stuff. He wasn't like full on writing scripts or anything. And it would be ludicrous to, on her part, to even insist that. Yeah, I was really surprised because Pilot Hollywood usually doesn't. I don't. I don't see them publishing crazy. You know. No. They're usually solid. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know. There is a little. There is a little biased because I heard that Tommy. Tommy Garrett is um, well. He's not that they're best friends or anything, but he was very close to Maria Bell. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, it was just it. Yeah, because he was quoting inside sources and all this, and it's like I don't. And you know, maybe maybe there is some some underlying thing where Sally was trying to push Kay out and then she got pushed out too. Who knows? But, you know, when Mal Young first showed up and he was shadowing Jill Ferenfeld, you know, everybody yeah. could smell, smell the blood in the water. They're like, yeah, he's there to train at an American soap and then he's going to get her job and then bam, there it was. He's done a lot of shows that I like in the UK and he's written for them. But, you know, it's a different sensibility here. The fans are mad, really mad, mad about some of the stuff that's going on. They hate this Tessa and Mariah thing. And, you know, Sally's been around there. I think that that probably came from Mal because British soaps are not nearly as traditional and Conservative is not the right word, and I don't mean, you know, obviously I don't mean politically conservative. I mean just not as wild as soaps are in other countries in Europe, and particularly in England. England's they have very wild they do TV. Have, they have their soaps, but I don't think they're anything like ours. Yeah, they theirs are pretty wild, and I know some people really, really like UK soaps. I haven't really been able to get into them. Um, I love UK TV in general, but I, I don't watch UK soaps. He also wrote and produced for Doctor Who, which I love. So, when, yeah. yeah, when it was like he's he's the executive producer and the writer, it was like, wow, huh. Well, he's doing the Chuck Pratt thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think. And Sally was doing be, it too. Yeah, I mean, I picture more like, you know, he's there's not like one writer and a typewriter in the room. There's a whole staff of writers, right. so yeah. he can out, and outline And they write the outline, and then yeah, they hand it to it. Yeah, and hand it to them, and they do all the fill-in and all that. So, I mean, if, if nothing else, it should be more cohesive, because to me it's felt disjointed lately. It. It's felt disjointed, um, but I really think if he persists with the Tessa Mariah thing, I mean, there's a reason that Young and the Restless is the only soap that doesn't have that element in it. The the fans aren't open to it. Yeah, you know? I mean, they're holding I think out. They are. I think Y is holding out, not because they're any they're against it, or may, maybe they don't feel like. I don't know, maybe they don't have enough support for it. All I, yeah, I mean, and I'm, you know, they've done really well on Bold with, you know, Maya's story and, um, 
days of our lives, of course, have all kinds of stuff going on. And GH, they have, you know, Parker's starting back with Christina next week. Oh, that was the piece of news. I forgot Ashley Johnson's back as of next week. And so Parker and Christina are back on. But what I have seen across the board on social media from, you know, the vast majority of YNR fans is I don't want it. I won't watch it. I don't like it. The show doesn't need it. Um, For, about Tessa and Mariah? Yeah, about Tessa and Mariah. And, really? Yeah. And, hmm. Oh, I mean, in the soap groups and everything, like, passionately. It's, it's. I think it's the majority. And for me, it's kind of funny because, I mean, that's not funny, but it's interesting because Mariah, to me, has not had great chemistry with any guy. And I think she actually does have good chemistry with Tessa. She does. You know, I, I, I don't care for her and Devon. I don't feel an energy there. I definitely didn't feel it with her and Kevin. And this, it's like I actually believe it. So It's sort of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think if they've already written it and they've already shot it, it's it's happening, and that's what I that's been my response when I've written because I've written some articles about it. Just well, I said it was coming. I I was one of the first to write it, and people like freaked out. And then it was really getting closer, and I I read it again, and people were getting upset. And I'm like, look, you know, I've seen pictures from tomorrow's show. It's happening. There's a kiss. There's a whole thing, and you know, it's one of those. It's like it's your reality now. I'll deal with it. Remember, you warned me. Because yeah. I said, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and you said, it's yeah. coming. It's coming. Well, hopefully, Go ahead. Hopefully they'll play it carefully. But, but, but remember, Sally and Kay's stuff is still playing out. And Mal's stuff, won't sh- his own stuff, won't show up until October. Until October, right. So, I mean, whatever, if it, you know, so we're looking at two more months of it and at least a month of it's been shot. So, you know, if they got a certain way down the road, I'm, I'm very interested to see the ratings for next week. I haven't checked the ratings lately. I, I mean, I saw them in my sub digest and boy, general hospital is dropping, dropping, dropping. It was at a 1.7 and it's like, my God, it's making me nervous. I know, because Days is a 1.5, and it's like there's just this hair's breadth between those two, and we know that Days is teetering already, and, you know, Carlovati's stuff is starting to pull in. I want to see, um, you know, the numbers once everything is under firmly under his grip, but um, I think they're counting, they're counting on a big boost from Steve Barton, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, if it's safe to put all their eggs in one basket like that. Yeah, and he's the basket, and it's, yeah. So, you know, I think it's one of those things that's going to be really good or really bad. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm do obviously... You think, do you think that this was, Mariah and Tessa was more Sally and Kay? Um, no. Honestly, I don't. I think it was Mal because mm-hmm. there's just a lot more of that type of storylines on 
on UK TV, period, daytime, nighttime, everything, you know, I mean, their TV, they've got, like, full boobs and everything, and we're not talking, like, HBO cable, like, regular TV, and you can, the, the language and just everything, it's just a very different sensibility, you know, they think we're prudes. A lot of European countries see us as very prudish and um and not as progressive. Yeah, I mean just just you know, it's it's it's, it's an interesting dynamic and I Y and R hasn't had any of this. They tried the thing with Gene Cooper way back when and then there was the thing with race nope. that lasted just a hot second. But they really haven't gone there and I think it's because they tipped dipped their toe in the water and the fans have just roared and they've backed off. Um, I mean, the reality is it is reality of everyday life and it actually doesn't make sense for there not to be any gay people in Genoa city. It doesn't. Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here and there, you don't have to make everything, but it doesn't make sense for there not to be a same sex story. I, I'm of the mindset that you love your soap or you don't. And if you if you want to turn off because there's one little plot that you don't like, then you're not a real fan. You know, you're a Fairweather fan, like with your sports team. And mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I never say, if General Hospital does this, if whatever does this, then I'll stop watching. I don't, you know. And, and I can't think of anything they would do that I would just go, oh, that's it, and I would turn it off. I mean, they'd have to behead a baby or something, and then I might turn it off. Uh, short of that, I don't know. I just, they, there's things I like have and things I don't. Yeah, yeah, but I they mean, have to suck it up and all, because it is, I mean, it's not all about that one thing. And we're right, not the and only not, podcast that's, that's going to tell the people that. Yeah, and, you know, you're not going to like every story. For me, at General Hospital, I frankly think Maurice Bernard needs to be locked in his dressing room at least three days a week. He gets way too much screen time on General Hospital. And I just don't need Sonny to be in every plot. Frank Valentini and, you know, the others seem to disagree. And they want Sonny literally in every (laughs) plot, and I don't. But at the same time, it's just like, eh, I don't like it. I'm not in charge. I'm going to keep watching. Mara West. She's killing it. She's my favorite part of the show. I like Sam's thing. It's been going on too long. You know. Mm-hmm. It's one it's you know, there's always stuff that I like more and less, more and less. I don't care for the teenage stuff, you know. But it comes around every summer and I know it's coming and it's like, eh, you know, whatever. So you just you have to take it all. I think you, you with soaps soaps are a very special brand niche in T V. Like to me it's a commitment. I've been watching since I was nine because my sister got me started, and it's, you know, it's part of me. Yeah. You know, I watched it while I yeah. rocked my babies, and yeah, that's. I I just I don't miss it. I don't miss it. I I don't miss a day ever. I always watch, and there's a legion of people that say, "Oh, I just fast forward through that part." I don't. You know, I just don't. I watch every minute, so that's me. Yeah, I know. Right. And what do we? What else we got? We're on Y and R. Anything you know that's coming? Um, you know, I'm not. I don't have 
other than Mal Young, I didn't have any other Y&R stuff on on my radar um, that would, you know, in terms of casting. Um, let me look and see if there's anything that's cropped up. Uh, the new actress that's playing Crystal is sticking around, and as I suspected, she is attached to Tessa, but people are, you know, thinking that somehow Tessa got her into this human trafficking thing. It isn't. Greg Reichardt is back on the set of Y&R. Um, so he, as of August 3rd, he was shooting new scenes. So that was the quickest exit ever. I don't know if they brought him back for a loose end, you know, or mm-hmm. if they're just going to keep keep him as recurring. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, but there was a, a picture of him and Christian LeBlanc on the set, so I like it. Hmm. Yep, I'm glad he's back. Yeah. We were, uh, we were uh, a little off because, remember the last time we said that Nick and Chelsea meet a mysterious stranger, and we thought and it was we were Russell, hoping it was yeah. Adam. But it yeah. turns out it was. Yeah, I have I've I have moved into the camp that I think it's going to be a cold day in Genoa City Hell before Adam Newman comes back to town. Oh, I mean, they. God. I think they're keeping and definitely not Michael Muni. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, you know, maybe Mal Young is keeping Adam as his trump card, like, if everything else goes to crap and his ratings slide, and then he's like, but wait, Adam's lost. He doesn't want to play that card unless he has to. Unless he has to, maybe. That's my, that's my theory. The yeah, that's, you know, just a silly theory. But... but all that, but all that, I know this is not part of, but all that, do you think Eric Braden's book is keeping Michael from getting the job back? Um, well, no, no. Michael, he is that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, Michael and Eric seem to have, you know, in recent months been civil to each other on social media. And none of us know what happened on that set. But none of us know, and people are still guessing about right, and, what happened there. Right, but if there is, and he, and he seems like a great guy, and he seems like a good family man, and so there could be nothing that happened, something that happened, something minor that happened that was misinterpreted. I don't know, but if 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 there was anything that even sniffed of some kind of harassment issue, I don't think that the network would roll the dice to bring him back in. And we don't know what happened. None of us know. And, you know, Hunter King's not there. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Nothing was filed, but, you know, nothing was filed against Bill Cosby for years either. And I'm not comparing the two. I am, let me, let me clarify. I'm not comparing my community to Bill Cosby, but, in Hollywood, things get covered up. I'm not saying anything happens that needed covered that, up. That but I'm saying that too. things do happen that don't ever see the light of day 
there's a very ugly underbelly to what goes on in L.A. So yeah. just just to say that no charges were filed. And that even happens to regular people, you know, like you and I. I mean, you know people that something bad has happened to them, but no charges were filed because there wasn't enough evidence or there wasn't an eyewitness or there was, you know. Eh. Right. So that to me isn't a defense that nothing happened. But at the same time, absolutely nothing could have happened. If there was even a sniff of something happening, CBS can't bring him back. That's what I think. Because even if he was on his, even if something did happen and now he's on his best behavior, just the, the presence could trigger lawsuits. People are lawsuit happy and they like to sue and they, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I would be shocked if it was him. You know. If it, but if it's true. It, 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 that if, no, I, I'm saying I would be shocked if and when Adam comes back, if it was Muni, I would be 100% shocked. And just because screaming at Eric Braden on set, and and as long as Eric Braden is still on that show, even if you said sorry, you know, Eric Braden stands by his statements that, and and a lot of people witnessed them brawl, not brawling physically, but screaming and yelling on set, and Eric Braden says Muni tried to get him fired. You know, he said that in his book. He has said it in interviews. And the other stuff aside, that's enough to keep him gone, you know, because Eric Braden is the 500-pound gorilla on that set. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I I don't want to believe. I don't want to believe it's true. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to believe anything ugly. I, I actually don't really want to think about what goes on behind the sets. I like to see yeah. them as their characters. And yeah, me too. Maybe it's safer you know, that way. Yeah, I mean, to me in a way, it's like la, 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 just blinders. My favorite actor, I know nothing about his personal life. My favorite actor in the world, Daniel Day-Lewis, he hides out between movies, and I think he's even retired now, but I know nothing about his personal life. And that's what I think why he's brilliant, and I believe everything he does. So, but some factors they have to, yeah. Some factors have to interact. They have to be on social media. It helps the shows. You know, it's a different kind of business. So, I you know I like seeing the stuff. I just don't want to see the dirty laundry. Yeah. I want to save the drama for the show. Save <laughs> the drama for the show. That's what we. That's right. I I have a, a, a smidgen of Bald and the Beautiful. Um, okay. One thing I, I want to – well, one, just this is a reminder. You and I know this, but this is a reminder for anybody listening because I keep seeing comments on, like, in Facebook groups and stuff that people are hoping that, that Quinn and Sheila will kill each other or that <laughs> Sheila will be arrested and taken to jail or that Quinn will shove Sheila off a cliff. Kimberlyn Brown has a one-year contract of which she's done, like, what, a month? She's not going to die. She's not going to go to prison. She is there for 11 months. Maybe they'll send her to Genoa City at the end, but maybe they'll keep her the whole year. She's not going anywhere. People need to buckle up for that ride, for that that wild Sheila ride, and just embrace the crazy. (laughs) So that's just. Just, caveat, because you and I know that, you know. Yeah. 
So Ian Buchanan is back next week. Originally, the air date we were given was August 16th, but now I'm hearing August 17th. He's back as Dr. James Warwick. To uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's so strange. So Eric calls him in, and he's going to diagnose Sheila, who's obviously a lunatic still. But I don't. It's like he to me. I love Ian Buchanan. I'm thrilled he's coming. I love him. I wish they hadn't killed him in general hospitals. I'm so excited. But it's funny that you call in her ex-shrink that she was also married to, that she has a kid yeah. with, and, and he's supposed to give a, an unbiased. Yeah, he can. An unbiased yeah, she tried to stab him to death with a fireplace poker. He's probably going to say what she wants him to out of abject fear. So I'm very excited about this. This should be fun. I'm hoping that he says, Eric, I can't really do this. I'm impartial. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, and I and I don't know how long his arc is. I haven't seen anything on how long it is. Um, so, it, you know, he could be in and out. I hope he's sticking around. I adore him. But he starts Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Um, a week? We, a week from tomorrow, Thursday, August 17th. Hmm. And Aaron D. Spears, who is yes. always great as Justin. Um, he has scenes continuing this week through Friday, and then he is back through Monday, I think. So he'll be sticking around to give Dollar Bill crap about his ugly, ugly lie. And it seems mm-hmm. like that Lindsay Godfrey, you know, probably isn't going to be around them much longer because this lie is about to blow up, and she's not I hope today. This- Gonna blow up. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not staying. This. Well, the Boy Scout knows, and when the Boy Scout knows something, it doesn't stay secret. So. <laughs> You're talking Liam. Liam, yeah. I, uh, yeah. He's he's sanctimonious. He's the only Spencer with a sense of decency, and the main thing is, and I don't. Were, were you and I talking about this last last time? I can't remember about that Brooke is, or maybe we were talking about on the other show, that Brooke is, you know, she's a great apologizer for Bill. Like, she never stands up and tells him that he's being a creep. You know, she just smiles and thinks about, I don't know, the good sex. I don't know. And that's what Liam is with Steffi probably. Yeah, well, I still think, I don't think Steffi, because Friday and then Monday, Liam... You know, he goes to his dad, and his dad's a creep. And then he goes to Steffi, and then she tells him to, you know, be quiet. And so that's not going to go over well. And, I know. But, will he, yeah. will he huh. tell? Oh, yeah. Will he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can't not tell. Come on. <laughs> that's Liam. He can't not tell. He He has to. And it's. It's a horrible lie, but what what I'm hoping oh. fervently, what I'm hoping fervently for is that before Liam can tell Sally or Thomas, I hope that Caroline does the right thing, and she and and that's what I'm hoping for. That would be the best outcome 
that would be the only thing that would, you know, give her a civil future co-parenting relationship with Thomas is if for her to go, Uncle Bill lied, I'm sorry, I should never have played along with it, go home to Sally, you know? That's what I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, like, right as Liam is knocking at the door to, to drop the truth bomb, that it's like a – because bold, bold loves to pull their punches, you know? Mm-hmm. They always pull their punches. They don't they want they to hold. Go, they just want to hold it back and. Yeah, they don't go for the big explosion like some shows do. So it's interesting. Um, so I tend to think that at the very last moment, right before things are going to go. So, um, Mick Kane is back next week as CJ. Oh, yeah. He is. Um, Bill is looking for a fallback plan because he, I think he knows, obviously, because Carolyn's not going to die. This plan is not going to hold indefinitely because they're No, I know. Unless he, <laughs> she's not dying. <laughs> unless she puts the thermometer next to the candle. <laughs> yeah. So, like, okay. So, I don't know if Bill's going to try to do an in run and offer CJ more money, blah, blah, blah. But so, yeah, Mick is back next week. And then, interestingly, um, Felicia Cooper did an interview, and she said she's she's on recurring status. She's not gone from Bold and the Beautiful. So we haven't seen the last of Sasha. I keep hoping Sasha will show up and be a surrogate for Nicole, you know, they might do that. And then just like, right. let's keep passing. Because but, you never know, maybe maybe Mr. Avon has like eight more eight more kids, secret kids we don't know about, and they can all just be a progressive line of surrogates for each other. I know, for the one before. <laughs> like pregnancy <laughs> domino. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. So I haven't seen any spoilers about her coming back but she spoke up and said I'm still recurring I could come back I would love to come back so if they are going to leave Nicole infertile you know it would be kind of ironic for Sasha to be pregnant with Zenday's baby when she lied and says she was before that would be kind of kind of interesting kind of fun that would be so you sent me for for Days of Our Lives, you sent me... Um, yeah, I sent you a couple of things, didn't I? You sent me a couple of things. Um, so there's a fan event in October, October 21st and 22nd in Long Island. The Brady Brothers are going to be together, Eric Motsoff and Greg Vaughn. So that's exciting. I love me some Greg Vaughn. Yep. I miss him so much. I, I will always welcome him back on General Hospital. I love the beard. I love everything he's rocking. Greg Bond's wonderful. So if you're in Long Island or want to get yourself to Long Island to drool over the Brady Brothers, October 21st and 22nd. And then some exciting other news is back on set, Brandon Beamer and Martha Madison. And with them on set filming, that means we'll see them in six months, as we know from Dave. Oh, yep. 
Yeah, so I don't know if I can hold out that long for those sparkly blue eyes. Brandon has the most beautiful blue eyes. So very fun worthy. You'll take my word for it. I'll take your word. <laughs> they are just like glittery emeralds. He ha- he just has spectacular eyes. But that's exciting. Um, let me see if I have any more days news. Some, I think I sent you something else for days too. Did you? Oh no. Can't remember. Let me go. On on Facebook. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder what. Or was that? I don't. Something yeah. about Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, let me dig up. Let me see. I don't know if I had that one. Bummer. The Mall of America. Did I say oh, maybe oh, I? Oh. No, you did. You know what? I. Yeah, that's uh, this coming weekend, isn't it? Yeah. No, you sent that to me, and for some oh, reason, is. I thought that. I thought that was the same event that the Brady Brothers were at. Nope. You're right. You sent it to me, and I. Um, a total slacker. I'm pulling up the event right now. Um, it is August 12th, so it is this weekend. Uh, NBC and Days of Our Lives are hosting at Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, so, and so far, there's looks like there's a lot of people going to this. Hillary Klein is going to host a Q&A, and there's going to be some of their favorite Days cast members. And what's really exciting is it's free because soap stuff, soap events are not cheap. So this is kind of exciting. <laughs> it is. It is exciting. Oh, I I have yet to go to a Days event. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just too expensive. Yeah. They well, they have events down here in Atlanta and every yeah, every event, every event that's come by I have been I've had other conflicts and I've been trying to get to particularly a general hospital event. Um oh Paul and, and Keith, of course right? I'm sorry? Paul and Keith, Starstruck fan events? Yeah. That's who comes to Atlanta, right? Um, I don't usually look at the event coordinators. I look at the people that are coming, and they're down here a lot. And what's funny is, you know, Rick Hurst lives down here now. Did you know that? In Atlanta? Yeah, he packed up. and he, I don't know how much you know about the Atlanta film and television community, but it is the Hollywood of the South. So, like, all of the Avengers, the uh, the Avengers movies and the sequels have been made down here. Um, oh, there's wow. so many movies shot here all the time. Walking Dead films here. Um, and it's funny because I have family, because I grew up down here, I have family that lives out in, like, the country areas, and they routinely run into the stars of The Walking Dead at, like, Out to Eat and at the DMV and all this, and they said they're all just very nice. Norman Reedus, my cousin, ran into him at, like, the DMV, and she said he just, he, she said he was so, like, painfully shy and very sweet, and, you know, and, and people here are different where they give them space where it's kind of different in L.A. or other places. They're, they they give them their space. 
But there's a ton of stuff that films here. Tyler Perry owns a gigantic studio. He yep. bought a military base. He bought an old, I was actually stationed at that military base in the military a million years ago, and he bought the entire military base. <laughs> and that's where they film a bunch. Oh, so this day's news, Did you, you saw the pictures of Tyler Christopher on set at Days, right? Yes. Of I him in the makeup room. Yeah, so there's still no word, but there's people were speculating. Yeah, they're speculating that he might be Vivian's nephew. Nicholas. Nicholas that's been gone for the past six years. I know. It's one of those where when I saw when I saw he was going there, like I you know, I wrote about it and I absorbed it, but I was like, my, I was mentally rejecting it because I wanted him back on General Hospital. And then those photos of him in the makeup room, it was like this reality crashing down. And it was like, ah, oh, damn it. He's really gone. So, and Louise Sorrell is back as Vivian. So they mm-hmm. both came in the same day. Yeah. And so. they came back on the same day. Right, which is hmm. fueling the speculation that they're coming back together. Um, uh, Nadia Borland is going to be gone for a while. Um, so I heard that she's coming back. Well, I think she's going to air. She's she'll airing, be back next week. Yeah, airing. She's airing next week, so she must have. Uh, played this already so are you saying that she's taken she well, is taking another yeah yeah she's got well she she's going to be seen next week but then you know she's pregnant and she's in her yeah. third trimester right now so it's like there's this timing question so yeah but the the big news for me at days is Ron Carlovati was so smart to scoop up Tyler yeah, he is. Um, he's a great actor, and I think he's just loading the boat with people that we want to go over there and see. I have really been trying to watch the show. My problem Are you trying? Is, I'm trying, but you know what I figured out? I don't know any of the characters except Patch and Kayla because they were the only ones on it a long time ago when I lived in Germany, and it was the only American-language soap opera, so I watched it then. And they're the only ones I really And I remember John It was like John and Patrick Hale I remember them um, And I guess Marlena must have been on there Because I remember her too But um, So what I started doing is I've been watching it on closed captions Because it tells you the character name before. Oh good Well there you have an education there It is It's it's like trying to learn a foreign language It's so funny because I, I guess I've been watching General Hospital so long I don't even think about it and then I started watching Y&R and Balls. I started watching Y&R, like, I don't know, five years ago. But because everybody's, like, related and there's, like, you know, just two or three big families, it was easier. And then with Balls, because there's such a small cast, that was like, okay, I got that. But then this one, it's just like, oh, it's like, it's like literally trying to meet a whole town of people at once. <laughs> I think I need a chart. A poster would be great. <laughs> so. Maybe somebody can sketch me one and email it. That'd be awesome. But I am trying. I really am. Hmm. Well, I hope I hope you get into it because I be, I know you and I were both Ron Carlovati loyalists. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
And definitely. And uh, and and I find it alarming that the ratings are dipping since he got out. Yeah, you know, I He needs to do the same kind of tricks that they did when he brought GH coming out of the shell. Yeah. I mean, I and I think I, some of that was momentum, was downward momentum. So he he's not just fighting ratings. I think he's fighting downward momentum, you know. I think I think if anyone can do it, Ron can do it. And the network seems to have faith in him. Yeah, I mean they just invested in Tyler. I believe that they, they say they said we say they say we hope Day sticks around forever. Did you see that? Yeah. That one. I, did. I hope so. And, uh, yeah, I mean I hope I hope because we're down to four and it's like uh, I feel like I don't want to lose any of these. It's like having your last four teeth. You know, it'd be really stressful. You wouldn't be able to eat anything else. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy, but I feel like it's like I need those. So. Realistically, the most reading recent ratings was July twenty fourth to twenty eighth, and his work started what July nineteenth. Uh, what day was it? July nineteenth is when he started airing. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking the most recent ratings are his first week. I mean, that's you know, to me, that's like not even fair because. People don't know who he is yet, and they and I still think there's uh, there's going to be an opportunity, especially now with Tyler, for him to convert some fans over, because I've seen a lot of yeah. social media people like I want to see Tyler. I'll go, I'll give it a try. I think he's going to get some of that a try thing. So so if we go if we go around the block, we say that. We say that Kimberlyn Brown was B&B's basket. Yeah. Steve, Steve Burton Steve Burton is General Hospital's basket. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Christopher just happens to be Days of Our Lives' basket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think Ron's pulling out all the stops, and I think Tyler was a big get. Yeah. And Young and the Restless, I don't, I don't think they're worried enough yet. I, I think when, when they, when they go of, to fill up their basket, it's going to be an Adam recast. <laughs> you know, maybe well, even with like a named actor, you know, someone big. Like if they could score, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, so nobody scream, but like someone at the level of like a Jonathan Jackson. Obviously, he's not the right type of guy to play Adam, but, you know, someone like that to where you hear his name and you're like, oh, yeah, wow, you know. Oh, um, and one minor one minor thing, and I think this is him, okay. Um, Days of Our Lives did have a, a minor airing. Do you remember we brought up Andre Kabazi in the last, in our last episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right now, is airing on Days of Our Lives as Abby's doctor, Dr. Shaw. Okay. That, I am, I am, I am almost sure that's him. Okay. If you, if you've watched it, he's the one who, he, 
I know it's a minor role, but he he is there. I didn't expect that. Well, yeah, I did because I read it. I read it. Did you? Probably um, on social media, and I saw his picture. So. Huh. Well, speaking of guest spots as doctors, I don't know if you watched today's GH already, but James DePiva was on as Dr. Bench and asked out Jordan, and I was like, no way, what? Oh, yeah, I say go for it. Yeah, that was interesting, and she was like, oh, I'm not ready, and it's like, yeah, well, Aunt Stella's ready for you to be ready. Because it's so funny because you can see what's coming a mile away with that. Aunt Stella is going to try to hook up Valerie with Curtis, and Valerie's going to be like, yeah, I've been there, done that. And when Aunt Stella <laughs> finds out he's not with Valerie because of Jordan, Aunt Stella is going to, like, go nuclear again, you know. So. <laughs> Are we going I, to like, uh, get a what? I forgot. Go on, you finish because I. I like Brittany Sarpy, and I wish they could find somebody and something for her, you know. Um, I don't know. But I, I like to see her around, and I, I like her interaction with Bernie Watson. And, you know, Bernie's sticking around for a little while. I don't think they originally had intended to keep her that long, but I think people liked her. And it played well, and and she's staying around, and it's nice to see more people of color in Port Charles, and it's nice for Curtis to have a family because Curtis is my go-to, like yeah. one of my favorite new characters. Donnell Turner, probably is a sweetheart. Carolyn's too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> ask her tomorrow night if she's been watching. We will have to ask her. I've I've been I was telling her I've been telling her you need to just. If nothing else, watch for the shirtless hunks, you know. Uh, that's why I'm rooting so hard for Griffin to get in a romance with literally anyone. You know, anyone. even if it had to be, even, even if it was Griffin and Curtis, that way they'd both be shirtless. <laughs> like, that's fine. Oh, geez. I, I don't think the, you're going to get I don't think the women, <laughs> the perspiration on all the women will be so bad they won't be able to see. <laughs> They would, you know, like wiping the fog off their TV. Just, but it, it's still, it's still so funny to me that General Hospital's like, well, we haven't had any love scenes in a while. Let's put them out jogging shirtless. And there's Ryan Pavey, and then there's, you know, Matt Cohen. It's like, come on. And then, and then Curtis is out and he's jogging. It's like, come on. I can't even. I'm trying to think. The last sex scene I have seen on that show because they're not. They're showing, like, Finn and Hayden making out that she's rocking the baby bump and she's got her thing. But there's just been, like, nothing. And Sam's got cat litter poopy disease, and that's not very sexy. Sonny got a building dropped on him. I mean, Maxie's in and out for layovers. And, I don't know. Today, that's right. Mac and, Mac and Felicia were getting busy in the bushes today. <laughs> They're Which, making the plan. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I I loved that scene, honestly. That was great when when uh Anstella was calling them perverts. 
I was laughing out loud. I, I loved that scene. I thought that was great. And then the fact that Mac even said, call my son-in-law. It's like, really? Wouldn't you want that to be the last person you call? Why would you have him call Dante? Why would you have him call Nathan? And Nathan says, up, and Nathan's like, ew. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's standing there. He said, I don't want to be here right now. I know. It's like, you know, public indecency, yes, because I totally want to arrest my in-laws for public indecency. I don't want to think about what they're doing. And then, no, that, it was it was very cleverly done. I liked it. Um, but at the same time, kids play in that park, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I – that was my thought. It was like that could have been Spencer stumbling over them. I hope Man Landers didn't tell them, you know, go get busy in a park. So, I think they, he did. Yeah. Well, I think he said like be spontaneous, but you know. He didn't go all all yeah. out and say let's do it, let's do it in the, let's do it in the children's park. <laughs> exactly. Let, let's get over on the jump. I don't want that Buy a subscription after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was I liked it, it was funny I appreciate them tucking in clothes And not really showing us that much But aside from that You know, it's like There's just this To me, this stark and noticeable Lack of romance On General Hospital Oh, Michael got busy with Nell Last week You know, we saw a little bit of that Of him in the towel And I appreciate seeing Chad in the towel Also but I just, he, to me, that's, he appreciates seeing it too, I bet. Oh, yeah. But that's He's coming out. It, oh, yeah? I don't mean out of the closet, but he's been he's been busy um, in the gym. Yeah, because Courtney, Courtney Hope has had him. I think it helps to date a fitness model because Courtney Hope uh, is uh, always at the gym. She's in great shape, yeah. So, but just, yeah, I just am not seeing the romance over there. And so I am, I'm hoping for Griffin and Ava, although they're doing his Phantom of the Opera with the mask. And the, I wrote a thing saying mm-hmm. that I thought it was going to be a Beauty and the Beast kind of thing that's coming, inner beauty versus outer beauty. And, you know. I read that. That is yours, isn't it? The Grava that's coming? Yeah, I did a thing where I I wrote about that. I think she's my my title was something like about that she's tempted by both Valentine Valentine and Griffin, and she's gonna get to this low point where she wants her beautiful face back. But by then there'll be a romance sparked with Griffin, and she if she if she sinks to that level and take and gets rid of the scars, she could lose this great guy. And I think it's going to come down to inner beauty versus her vanity. And we all know she's very vain. Yeah. So I did that originally. I don't know. I'm sure it's been copied. But I did pull up the ratings. The most recent ratings um, that came out Saturday are for the last full week of July, July 24th to 28th. And across the board, everybody was down staggering amounts. The biggest drop was for Bald. Bald was down. Yeah, yeah. Year over, they have like week over week and then year over year. So 
ball dropped 128,000 compared to the week before. And from this time last year, they lost 339,000 overall viewers. Oh, my God. Yeah. So See, those in numbers the big, make me nervous. In, in the big picture, it, it's interesting because General Hospital lost 241,000 from this time last year, but they actually picked up 77,000 week over week. Y&R, even Y&R. They were down 228,000, and they lost 61,000 from the week below. So they were almost as bad. But the, the interesting thing was Days. Days was down 212,000 from this time last year, which is bad, but not as bad as the drops for all the other soaps. But do you know what? Compared to the week before, the first yeah. full week of Ron Colorado, he a thousand viewers more. Which isn't a thousand viewers you know, more for Ron? Yeah, than than the prior week. So it's you know it's like a thousand is a thousand. I mean that's how you build is little by little. Yeah. Um, you know, so when you look at when you start breaking the demographics down, you know, it's funny because they they top out at eighteen to you know at forty nine, and there's this legion of older viewers that they're not tabulating but they're in the, they're in the older number you know the overall numbers so but even so days dropped less in the 18 and 49 than Y and R and B and B um Y and R was down 94,000 year over year 18 to 49 bold was down 81,000 year over year and then days was down 69,000 and then GH actually did the best in that demographic they were down 48,000 year over year, and they actually gained 15,000 week over week. So, but Bold, GH, and Days are all on new lows when it comes to that the women 18 to 49. So, you have to get them to start watching. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind. Of, people do. I mean, it's it's one of those legacy things I think that my my sister got me to watch my mom didn't she didn't watch those but all my aunts did and then my sister did my aunts got my sister to watch and my sister got set me down in front of Luke and Laura when I was a kid and that got me hooked um I think people have to it's a legacy thing you have to teach your kids yeah so we need to go out and recruit them I know that I know this that when my son was little, no matter how fussy he was, when the General Hospital theme music came on, he quieted down. Really? <laughs> he did. He knew the song. Time for mom. Well, I just, for mom. I just think it, it was like a, yeah, it was like, well, because he knew I'd sit still and it, you like hold him, just hold him nonstop for an hour. So it was like the theme song was like, oh, she's going to stop doing other stuff and sit down and just hold me for a solid hour. So it is funny. Both my kids knew knew the song when they were little bitty, and they were like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> everything stopped." <laughs> Everything all at once. Yeah. So I think I have faith in Ron pulling Dave's numbers up. You know, I think that the, the the ratings 
like down but not as bad as the other ones, which means it's it's the niche. It's the whole niche. It's not just Dave, you know. So. Yeah, it's sad. I I want it around a while because it's an important part. What are we going to watch on television? I, I mean, if they go, if <laughs> scopes are going, I hope I'm gone before they are. Then. <laughs> I. But if they go, I mean, uh, I'd rather watch them than some things on television. Oh, if they yeah, go, then I, I don't watch anything on daytime. I don't watch, oh, yeah, no. I don't watch anything on daytime during the soaps. I don't, I don't do the talk shows. I don't do any of those. I don't care for them. I don't watch the cooking shows. Yet, literally, my TV stays off unless for some reason, like, I missed something the day before. Like, if I didn't have time to watch Bold, I'll get up and I'll make coffee and I'll put it on on demand or off my DVR because um, I always make sure to watch it within that 24-hour window so they count me. And even if I watch live for some reason or I'm not going to be home, I will still DVR it and play it so that they still get credit for my box watching. So that's a tip for anyone listening. Uh, if you're not going to be home, DVR it and press play on it later. If you don't have time to watch it and go vacuum, that way the cable company reports you as watching it. So That's true. Um, that's true. Yeah. Now, what do you do? And, what about demand? Does demand um, count? On de- I, as my understanding is on demand counts. I'm going to dig in and do research. We had talked about doing like a podcast on how to help your soap, um, but I haven't done the homework yet. Yeah, on demand, generally with this stuff, the window is 24 hours from the time it airs until, you know, so – my theory, based on how they monitor DVR, where if you record it, you have to watch it within 24 hours of airing, is probably on demand is the same thing. So if you forget to DVR it or you don't DVR it, and at usually a little after midnight, the shows come on 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 demand. So, like, if you get up in the morning, you can usually watch them on on demand. General Hospital shows up later. The CBS shows up earlier. I've I've studied this because if if your box ever glitches on DVR, you know, then you can get right. up and do on demand. But Y&R and Bold show up uh, earlier. Days has just gotten much better about their streaming stuff and their on demand. And General Hospital, yeah, when you get up in the you morning, General Hospital, on yeah. So, but um, yeah, so if you. Try to watch it within 24 hours. You know, I mean, ideally, you know, if most people work outside the home, is to DVR it and come home and watch it. And, you know, if you're watching from a link on Facebook, that's bad. I mean, I'm not judging you on a personal level, like saying, oh, you're bad, you shouldn't no, do that. No, you're not helping. I, right. You're I'm not helping. Right, that if, if you want these shows to, to stay around, they have to know that you're watching and, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of people, I'm guessing, you know, based on the activity I see, are watching off of a link like that. And when the soaps are losing a couple of hundred thousand viewers a week, if you don't step back into the mainstream and view them using proper paid channels, subscription channels, things like that, then, you know, you're you're feeding the bad ratings and it, it's going to go off, you know. Um, a lot of the 
a lot of the markets now, my market doesn't right now, but a lot of the markets do have ABC Go, which is a few bucks yeah. a month, and that, that gets you General Hospital. CBS right. All Access, is a, it's like five ninety nine a month. That gets you yep, Young and the Restless and Bald. And I don't I know that. about the... And I don't know about the NBC app, but yeah, I've got CBS All Access because I watch the Big Brother feed and talk right. about them on my Friday podcast here. NBC but, app um, is free. Yeah. And, it is free. And it, you don't have to pay and anything. Also, and also, if oh. they're with – with ABC.com, you have to log in with like a cable provider. But if yeah. they ever interrupt a show, like if you watch it off live TV, like broadcast TV or mm-hmm. whatever – if they ever have to interrupt the show for news, they, like, nine times out of ten, they'll tweet it, they'll tweet the link, and they'll tell you that you can watch it for free on abc.com. And yep. I'm certain I'm That's certain point. that they count those numbers. So, and but, you know. one of the sad point about the ABC app is I can't, it does not work for me in my area. It does not cater to my cable provider. Yeah, it doesn't – ABC Go for whatever – well, I can log on with my cable provider, but the ABC Go app isn't here at all. And there is a new streaming service I just learned about this week, and I'm I'm certain that, that their stuff will count. YouTube TV. YouTube has launched streaming TV, and – it is extremely affordable, and it's got almost everything. I'm pulling it up right now because I had never even heard of it. It's called YouTube TV. It is okay. $35 a month, which is cheaper than cable, and everybody's already got Internet. And it's got a cloud-based DVR. So it has you can, cloud-based uh, DVR? Yeah, so... Yeah, for thirty, and because just getting a DVR box in my house from Comcast is more than thirty-five a month. Just that, without even having okay. service on it. Yeah, it's like hundreds of dollars yeah, a month I pay for cable. Yeah. But um, they have live streaming from ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC. So all the soap networks are on there, and you can tell it to DVR shows. And then you log on, and it's sitting there in the cloud. It's not taking up computer room. It's in the cloud. It's waiting for you, and those numbers will count. So if you don't have any, yeah, if you don't have any cable at all, but you, you know, everybody's got internet. Thirty-five bucks a month, YouTube TV, and it's YouTube. Uh, it's TV.YouTube.com, and there's and you get a month free. And you can cancel at any time, so it's not like you're signing, you know, your life's blood away, like when you sign up with Comcast or DirecTV. So. Oh, I like there's that. My pitch for, yeah, there's my pitch for the ratings. It's a and great new product. And that's going to count. And that's going to count. count toward ratings if we watch it on there. Yeah, because all the, you know, the, the the dynamic of how they're having to to count the ratings has changed because before they didn't count on demand and they didn't count your DVR. They only counted people who watch TV, who watch live TV, which was insane because think about what, what tiny percentage of people now probably watch live TV. I never watch live TV because then I can't fast forward through the commercials. Even if I'm, I'm home, I, yeah, I watch it off my DVR so I can fast forward, you know, so 
But there are options out there. Um, oh, and on the YouTube TV, there's six accounts per household. So if there's a bunch of you, you everybody can have their own log on and their own stuff, and there's no storage limit on your DVR. Like my Comcast DVR, I fill it oh. up with stuff, and then it gets full, and then I'm like, ah, i got to start – you know, making Sophie's choice and deleting stuff. <laughs> and then, uh, so if you have screen. internet. Yep. Which everybody does can, pretty much. Which everyone does. You don't need, you can get rid of your cable. Mm-hmm. And watch yep. and it then on they, your computer? Um, or can, you can, you can watch it on your computer, but, I, I believe, I don't know all the details, that some of the devices, uh, Chromecast, Chromecast the, yeah. the, Google, the Google Chromecast stick, there's a YouTube TV app. So that's plugged into your TV, and then the app runs on there, so you can actually watch it on your TV. Um, you know, a lot of people are used to watching stuff on their on their laptops. I watch a ton of stuff on my laptop. But, um, but if you have a Chromecast, and I think this, some of the new smart TVs, and they're supposed to be getting an app for the the Amazon Fire Stick, which I love mine. I've got like three of them all over my house. And then I think the Roku is supposed to be getting it. So, yeah, you can actually play it on your TV. And the, the Chromecast Stick is like 30 bucks. And I had read something about if you sign up for the YouTube TV during a certain window, they'll actually just mail you one for free. So. How about that? Yeah. So yeah, but they'll mail you what? The what? What will they mail you for free? Uh, a Chromecast stick. It's oh, a it's Chromecast a, stick. Yeah, it just plugs into the back of your HDMI port on your TV. I have a Fire Stick. I have a Chromecast stick too. I don't really use it, but um, I started with that one and then I got a fire stick and liked it better. I watch all of my Netflix and my CBS all access um, on that, which is nice because, you know, with cable, you have to have cable and a cable outlet and all this stuff running. But if you've got these sticks plug in and they've got Wi-Fi. So, like, I have a TV in my kitchen with this stick and Wi-Fi, and I can watch all this stuff in my kitchen. So it's great. That's our technology lesson for today. (laughs) Technology lesson. We went into technology from soaps into technology. Well, that's everything but the story. So <laughs> that that does count if we're counting ratings. We're in yeah. We're in accounting things and how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very very important. And the I'm I'm pretty much almost out of news. But the the one thing we didn't talk about that I feel like deserves a mention is what's going on with William DeBry. Yeah, we don't because, know, do we? Well, yeah, and I've seen some headlines that he's gone and never coming back or this or that, and 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 they were trying to say that it was coming from him, that he's not coming back. He has made it clear that he wants to come back and that he thinks that it's, it's probably going to happen, you know, but there's his business people are working with General Hospital's business people, and they're – trying to hammer things out. Um, so That's good for us. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I love him. And Nancy Lee Grand just did an interview, and 
she spoke out on it. She was at a, a press tour party, and she said that, you know, she's hoping that it works out and things like that. So we'll see. We shall see. I'm cheering for him. Yeah, I I don't think GH can lose one more person. I just think it would be a total bummer. So It would, and you need someone to fill – fill that part for Nancy. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And who could get for Nancy if Will isn't there? Well, well, I have an idea. They could get poor Sean Butler out of jail. Because you remember, they That's, dated for a hot minute. And uh, yep. it's so funny because people are so indignant. And I'm like, yeah, but they left him in jail because Sean Blakemore is doing all this primetime stuff. You know, he was on CSI Cyber, and he's on this, and he's on that, and it's funny. They're indignant, and it's like, well, yeah, they left him in jail, though, because the actor has a lot of stuff going on. But, yeah, they could always – because he doesn't even need to be in jail. Of course, Hayden is leaving town. Is she going to stop by the PCPD and tell them, oh, by the way, he never shot me on her way out of town? Oh, God. I just thought about that. Because with her out of town, there's no one to exonerate him. Oh. Oh, God. That's one to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it just that just, like, danced across my cranium, and it was like, oh, no. Poor Sean. Well, I don't know. I don't know either. So what... Do you have a final message before you want to sign off? Well, um, the final message is come back tomorrow night. Yeah. Because that would be a nice message. Yeah, yeah. That Tell is, us about tomorrow night. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow night we're going to be going back and talking about what's happened recently on all the soaps, the, on In Case You Missed It. So we have lots to cover. I don't even want to dip my toe in that water because I know that everybody else has got lots of stuff to say. And there's some really good stuff going on. So you definitely should come back tomorrow night. And then Friday night, um, we have our Big Brother recap. And there's tomorrow night's eviction night. And there's a lot of big stuff happening in the house and a possible self-eviction looming that I wrote about today. Um, And it's very exciting. That's and my message. What's your, what's your final message? My final message is pay attention to Belinda Gates Turner. <laughs> because <laughs> because the she speaks the truth <laughs> in my case. Oh my god. I love you to well, death, honey. Thank you so much. I love you too. For those that want to check out my uh, my blog post, um, you can check me out on Twitter at Belinda G T B E L Y N D A G T, and I'm always tweeting with David and the great people at Take Two Radio. You can always find me on Twitter. Yep, I'm on Take Two Radio as Take Two Radio Crew. That's my show moniker, and my personal one is I Advocate. If you don't already know because I tweet both at them at the same time. Uh, lucky me. 
Um, and that's it. And you'll be meeting the rest of us tomorrow night. Yep. Seven o'clock. Tomorrow, seven o'clock. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Same bat channel. Until then, <laughs> I see you. Thank you right, for David, joining me tomorrow. tonight. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.